Hey, great day. So before we get into today's podcast episode, I have a huge announcement. We are bringing back the Abundant CEO Private Practice Bootcamp. This is a three-day virtual party that I'm inviting all mental health therapists that either want a private practice in the next six to 12 months, or you already have had a private practice, maybe for the last year, five years, or even over a decade, but you want to understand wealth and cash flow in your company. You want to learn how to show up as a CEO and work more on your business versus in your business. Maybe you want to assess the health and the wealth of your current or future private practice to really see if you're on the right path to increasing your revenue, to growing your practice, maybe to streams of income later, or maybe even a group practice. Bottom line is you will walk away from this three-day bootcamp clarifying and understanding your niche, understanding how to show up as an abundant CEO, and most importantly, assessing the health of what you believe is a profitable private practice. So head down to the show notes and go to the link drtk.com forward slash links and sign up for the bootcamp. I'll see you there. Now let's head into the podcast episode. Hey, my name is Dr. TK, and on this podcast show, we will uncover abundant tools to help you become the CEO of your business and life. I am a mom and wife who took the knowledge as a clinical psychologist, working for a government agency, and being a professor for over 18 years into building a multi-six-figure mental health business and seven-figure digital product business and doing what I love. Now, I believe that you can make a wildly abundant living and become unapologetic while also dreaming big, enjoying life, and making a huge impact in your community. This is the Therapist Deserve Abundance Podcast. Hey, great day, great day. Welcome back to the Therapist Deserve Abundance Podcast. This is your host, Dr. TK. So in today's episode, I really wanted to target a special group of beautiful souls that often come to our boot camps are often on my YouTube and in my Instagram feed, and it is pre-licensed mental health providers. And so what we're going to be talking about today is understanding the difference between like growth and fixed mindset. And I'm also going to be sharing some key considerations before investing in yourself, um, especially that nowadays, you know, more more often than not, pre-licensed mental health providers are being exposed to the private practice world and just so many more things than probably what we can attest to about 10 years ago, which is a great thing. But I also want to talk to you today about if you are a pre-licensed provider or share this episode with someone else that you know is pre-licensed wanting more post-licensure. I do want to talk about how you want to set yourself up for success and just some, you know, tips around what to look forward to. All right. So let's go ahead and dive into it. So I first want to start with helping you understand growth mindset versus fixed mindset. So to make it quite simple, think about your growth mindset as you're a forever learner. You are constantly evolving because you want to, I'm going to say, understand how this world works, right? But if you are a fixed thinker or you have a fixed mindset, this typically means that whatever knowledge you have up to this point, let's just say for us who went to school, we had our degrees, whatever you have for your degree, that's as far as you're going. And so you may do some stuff related to your continuing educational credits, but this is also where I may see um, mental health providers that get licensed. They may not stretch 
into learning about even different modalities of treatment. They may not get certified, especially if they want to do like certain types of trauma work. They are just really relying on what they did with their degree to get them to a certain level of success, right? So an example of that would be if you feel like, you know, ain't nothing wrong with my mindset, I'm cool, I don't need a growth mindset, then I'm going to ask you, do you type on a cell phone right now? Like, do you text? Are you on a computer sending email or are you constantly mailing things out and relying on snail mail? And are you still using uh, typewriters, right? So if the answer is, no, come on, man, you know, I'm sending emails. And that means that you already have a growth mindset, but I just want you to be able to use that growth mindset in your professional career, right? So now that we have an understanding of growth versus fixed mindset, Let's get into some considerations in terms of where do you even start with investing in yourself? So consideration number one is self-reflection and goal setting. You want to be very aware of what is it that you actually want and then set very clear and intentional achievable goals. And so most of us should be familiar with the SMART goal method, but just in case, S-M-A-R-T is specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time. So let's just say if you're like, you know what, I first want to work on getting licensed. So the first question is, okay, well, by when, right? Because we know the specific and then we just walk through the acronym. What do you specifically want to accomplish? I want to pass a licensing exam. The M is measurable. What score do you need to have? Oh, I need a 500. I'm just throwing out a score, right? I usually put attainable and realistic together, the A and the R. Is it attainable? Meaning, do you have all of your hours in order for you to even sit for the exam, to apply to sit for the exam? And then realistic, based off of the date that you're thinking about and you know all that goes into preparing and studying for the exam, is it realistic for you to do that right now? Meaning, do you have the funds in order to get your study material? Do you have the time schedule in order to make room for the study schedule? So I'll give you an example. I was working with a student and she was preparing to you know, write her dissertation. She had a full-time job. I felt like some personal things were happening. I was her dissertation chair. And, you know, over the course of a year, not three months, but over the course of a year, she had a difficult time completing like chapter one, which is considered the literature review, right? And so every time we would meet, her work would not be done. And I tried to break it down as best as possible. Like, okay, if you got 20 things that we need to cover in this lit review, let's focus on one over the next two weeks. All I want you to do is focus on these, this one. Do you agree? She said, yes. Okay. Tell me your plan with how you're going to get it done. She would give me the plan. I'm like, cool. I'll email you a summary so that you, I can hold you accountable. And what day are you okay with meeting? Is there anything that will get in the way of you being able to complete this? She said, no. But over time, I realized that her work schedule, burnout from work, all these things, because she was already working in the field became a barrier for her. And so I really had to sit her down and ask her, is this something that you really want? Well, of course she does, we thought, because she went to school for it. But you have to stay the course. And so this also means that you have to track progress and set realistic goals, okay? So do some self-reflection and really ask yourself whether it's preparing for licensure or maybe even getting a job post-licensure and not jumping straight into private practice because I do not regret getting not multiple nine to five jobs, but more like contractual agreements and a nine to five job. I don't regret any of it because it taught me who I want to show up as, as my own boss, right? Because of the exposure that I had around some good, some great, and some, some not so great supervisors or heads of departments. Okay. 
So what do you want? And, you know, are you clear and intentional about what you want? And write it down, make a plan for it. Consideration number two is you definitely want to build up resilience and coping mechanisms, especially if your goal is to be a business owner at some point. So resilience, the definition is you fall down, you pick yourself up and you dust yourself off. You don't just stay down. But sometimes we only look at resilience in terms of like our personal life, our upbringing, our childhood, or certain trials and tribulations that we've been through as an adult. However, we forget to think about, you know, there will be times in our career, even though we have a degree that we may fail. And I'm not just talking about or casting out that somebody's going to fail their licensing exam, right? But I'm specifically focused on there will be goals that you will make that you just will not succeed in. And that may mean that your goal for that particular time was not the right goal, or it was, you know, out of range. It could be a variety of things. You could have been technically off in terms of you not focusing. It could be a lot of things as to why you may fail at something. But at the end of the day, can you be resilient and get back up? So if you think about it, if you're like huffing and puffing about like, oh my God, it's happening to me again. Oh my God, I don't want to go through this. I want to avoid, you know, falling down at all costs. Well, that's not the life of a business owner. In every season, hell, every quarter, maybe even every week of a business, there's going to be something that comes up. Do you have to be the one to deal with it? Sometimes no, but then you have to learn how to be a leader and hire people as well. But that's down the line. So bottom line is build up your resilience, build up your coping mechanisms. And this may look like therapists going to sit on the other side of the couch, working out personal things that may impact their business. We see this way too much in our community. And we just let clients know, even though I'm a psychologist, sometimes it low-key may feel like on a coaching call, we're doing a little bit of therapy, right? Or maybe I'm your therapist mentor in terms of like, it sounds like I am a audio podcast because they may just be taking in the information. But at the end of the day, if something struck a chord and you may know that, you know, it's me, that's the biggest barrier with me being able to, you know, be successful in different parts of my business and my mindset and my money, bank account, just all the things, my schedule, then maybe you need to go get help around that. Like what is inside of you and what may have been inside of you for a long period of time that may not have anything to do with business, but it's impacting your business. So you are going to fail, get ready. The goal is that you don't stay down and that you get back up, okay? Consideration number three is cultivating a supportive network. So I highly value mentorship. I firmly believe that, especially in the beginning, if you can, whether it be a financial investment or a time investment, you can listen to podcasts, you can read books. Um, I shared with my community last week that, you know, someone reminded me that if, if people want to know what the one to 3% are doing and they want to be successful, um, go and read a book because that's where all the secrets are because people don't want to read. And I was like, ooh, that, that struck a chord, right? But I believe that you should get a mentor that is eight to 10 steps ahead of you. You got to become comfortable with being uncomfortable, meaning you will be at tables, you will be in rooms in which you may not even speak the same language in terms of business, uh, streams of income, career goals, family goals, money goals, whatever it may be. But that's the way that you're going to stretch. It's very similar to going to a gym. So when you go to the gym for the first time, you may be tired. You may feel sluggish, especially as an adult. Your knees ain't the same, right? You run out of breath. However, if you're consistent, of course, while you're also taking care of your nutrition, it's going to get easier over time. Why is that? Because you're building a muscle. So if you want to build a muscle to have a successful career, a successful profession, a successful business, then you have to expand the muscle, which means you got to work 
on it. Okay. Um, so lastly, before we conclude, I want to talk about balancing personal and professional development as it relates to investing in yourself for a future business. So at this time of year, we are actually having a three-day live bootcamp and it is for private practice. We invite those who are very close to licensure, ideally like three months of taking the test, not starting to study for the test. And then of course, those who are already licensed, they don't have to have a private practice. And then we also open up the doors for people to participate if they have a private practice, but they've reached a plateau. They don't feel like they're aligned with their goals. It just could be a lot of things. So in this bootcamp, we cover how to craft your niche statement. And we're going to dive deeper and talk about how to commit to your niche, which also requires you to say no. And then we're also going to talk about money mindset, getting out of a fear and poverty mindset and learning how to bet on you. We're going to get into your money narrative that came way before a business idea. And then we're also going to talk about how do you become that abundant CEO and assess whatever you have together already or nothing in terms of your back office or your idea of a back office or operating system for a private practice. So we have a really good time in those boot camps. Now, why do I bring this up? We attract about mm, 10 to 15% of clinicians in those boot camps and to our Dope Therapist Academy private practice program, which opens up right after the boot camp for like a week for enrollment. And we attract about 10 to 15% of pre-licensed therapists. So one of the things that I've gotten better at is informing pre-licensed providers about what is realistic and what will lead to burnout. So I do believe that you do have to have a grasp on your schedule, your commitment to like studying for the exam and what is your plan. And I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm going to ask you all of this. But what I would highly consider you to think about before you make any type of investment, I don't care if it's a $10 social media workshop, is what should your main focus be on right now? So let's just say someone um, is just starting to study the licensing exam and then they stumble across, you know, our YouTube live. They come to the boot camp. They're in our Facebook community because we do extra stuff in there during the boot camp and they get amped up because why? They're in a very supportive network, right? So they want to keep that energy going and that's fine. However, we wouldn't want that person to join our course and our coaching program. It's like a hybrid program because it's going to become overwhelming. You're going to start diving into new materials and technically the way that your memory works, it's going to push out the materials that need to stay there because it's still fairly new. Because I know taking the licensing exam, not everything you study for was everything that was taught to you, meaning it wasn't repetitive. So you have to make it repetitive. So if you start pushing in our five-step framework, plus people asking questions about their business and you getting all hyped up about what could be, which ain't nothing wrong with the energy part of it. The problem is you're starting to push out knowledge that needs to stay there in order for you to take the test, right? So if you're in the very, very beginning of the phases, I would just say, just stay connected to our community, stay connected to our podcast. And you know, when the time is right, you will know when it's right because you're close to licensure. Now there's another group of pre-licensed clinicians that have scheduled their date. They're about to take their exam, let's just say January 5th, and it's November 20th, Okay. So I would just ask that clinician, how really prepared are you to sit for the exam? And I say that because some people just schedule the exam to schedule the exam. Some people schedule the exam based on their test scores, right? And some people do a combination of both. So if this person is like super confident, like this is my time to shine, I'm about to pass. And of course, we all hype you up. Then I don't see no reason why they could not 
fully participate in our boot camp and why they could not join our program. And I say that because we have about one to two students every enrollment period that is not licensed and they end up getting licensed while they're in the program because we do have a portion of our program that is more personal development. The things that we speak to in terms of understanding how your time rolls with your business, getting your schedule, you know, in order and all these things, all of those relate to, yeah, how you're going to show up as a business owner, but it also helps you reflect on who you are now. Okay. So I just really want you to consider what do you have time for? And if you're unable to implement and learn new things in our program, you can attend the boot camp, but just stay connected and don't rush the process. Okay. So in total today, we talked about what is a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. We've talked about key considerations before investing in yourself, such as self-reflection, goal setting, the smart goal method, building up resiliency and coping because obstacles are going to come up. And then also getting connected to the right people so that you can learn how to feel uncomfortable with having big time conversations. So if you are listening to this episode before December 5th and you want to catch the live bootcamp, but it will be on replay until December 15th on YouTube. Make sure that you officially sign up so that you can get access to that Facebook group. Okay. Um, You will also be able to participate in any type of bonuses that we have in the Facebook group, specifically for mental health providers that want a profitable and thriving private practice. And so in order to sign up, you just simply go down to the show notes and you click on the link, drtk.com forward slash links. If you follow me over on Instagram, it's the link in my bio. You can click on that and there's probably posts around it as well. But I'm really, really excited to open up the doors to the boot camp, have a great time for 72 hours, up to one hour each day. And then we will also be opening up the doors to the first cohort of 2024 for the Dope Therapist Academy. So if you have particular questions about this program, because maybe you've been around for a while as well, um, and you want to know if you're the, the best fit for it, feel free to go over to the DMs on Instagram. Let me know that you tuned into this podcast episode and go ahead and shoot your question over. Odds are I'll probably send over a voice note because it's a lot easier for me to chit chat with you. Um, But I do want to give a disclaimer. It is not a coaching situation where I am coaching in the DM, but I will be able to answer your logistical questions based on what we are talking about in this bootcamp, right? Um, So I look forward to seeing you all in the bootcamp and I will see you in the next podcast episode. Thank you. Bye. Listen, I am over here dancing. You just finished another epic episode of the Therapist Deserve Abundance podcast. Now I know that flew by way too fast. So if you want more, please head over to our resource page at drtk.com forward slash links for additional abundant resources. Until the next episode, live intentionally abundant.